I want to call what you're doing, you know, checking off all Airbnb's little suggestions here and there, this or that. I want to call it yeah. stroking the robot. Stroking the robot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Because so, the robot wants to, you know, he wants to be yeah. happy. So you got to make exactly. the robot That's happy. Exactly Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. <laughs> What's up, man? It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while since we casted, man. There's been a lot going on. So, uh, what's been going on on your. Well, what episode is this? 47. Yeah, episode 47. I'm going to go ahead and call this one the Micah episode. The Micah episode? Oh, whoa, whoa. Take it all without me. Take All right, Micah, uh, go. Go. <laughs> nah, man. It's, uh, things have been good on my end. How about your end? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, yeah, let's get right to it, bro. You have some big developments, and I and you've been teasing episode forty-seven out there for our um, listeners, and uh, out there on Facebook land, and Instagram, and Twitter land, all those lands. And so people are like, "What the hell is he talking about? Big stuff in episode forty-seven, man." So, few things actually. The biggest thing, well, the one that everyone was the one to know is how Airbnb lists your ranking. List your, I mean, ranks your listing. Because um, me and uh, Josh, we were talking the other day, and we were just talking about how you're pretty much looking at how Airbnb makes money, right? Airbnb pretty much makes money off of bookings, right? You get booked, they charge a 3% fee, and they make money. So, like, remember we were talking about, hey, maybe Airbnb should go into the corporate world, right? And I'm like, and then we thought about it. We're like, that's that probably couldn't be good for them in totality because, okay, they make their money off of not only bookings, but how fast they get bookings because they make their money off of a plethora of bookings, right? So if you go corporate rentals, people are only booking, hey, you take once a month. They're only getting paid once a month, right? Right. So you, of course, want multiple people. So you want a whole bunch of rooms. So you want people staying two days, three days, four days out of the month, not the whole month because it, it lowers your profit, Right. Right, right. So that's what we came up with. We were saying I, I did a little test run because after we started, we talked about it. I did a test run, right? I was like, I wonder if how Airbnb just ranks your listing, right? So, okay, I did it on one of my uh, private rooms. I was like, oh, I just want to see if Airbnb would get this room booked quick, right? So what I did was I went in there and I just checked every single one of Airbnb's little suggestion tips, right? <laughs> just hey, we're gonna lower your price. We're gonna give people a eleven percent discount if they. If they stay for a week, we're going to have a 33% discount if they stay for a month. And we're going to give them – and we're going to turn your instant book back on. I was like, all right, whatever. I just did it. I just like boom, 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 did it, right? The next day, I got a month-long booking. Whoa. The very next day, I got a month-long booking. Someone booked the room for a month, and the guy's still here. Um, yeah, it, but it was crazy because what it does is – I didn't turn smart pricing on. I just changed – their rules on what they want because it's going to get the because what they do is the they want your listing to be appealing i had 14 i have 14 five-star reviews on this listing and i think 
whatever price points. Okay, you already have the reviews, and then the price points with it, boom, we boost you to the top, you get booked. And, and this is like tw- not even 24 hours later. I was like, dang, I got booked that quick. But I realized, oh, I adjusted, and guess what? And I found a little trick to it. I'm making like five ninety five a month off him for one month, which I wanted seven fifty, but remember my minimum was six hundred, right? Mm-hmm. So then I found out you can kind of manipulate it if you use a third party party pricing tool. And I kind of tested my timeshares out with this. So pretty much what you want to do is let's say uh, my private room I want to make seven hundred dollars a month off of it, right? Right. So okay, I know that's my price point. So what you do is you do the same thing I did. You go click everything, but you're going to manipulate it a little bit. You're going to up your prices to to make 700 a month. I'm going to pull up a calculator here. 700 divided by 30. You're looking at like what? $24 a night, right? Right, right. So what you're going to do is what I did was I went made instead of doing the $700 a month, instead of doing $24 a night, I upped it because they're going to start taking out all those discounts, right? Yeah. So you do seven hundred times. I did. I think I did what, what percentage? Was, I think it was thirty three percent times point three three. And then remember, this, these numbers are only going to change to whatever Airbnb tells you they're going to drop your price to, right? Yeah. Times point three three, like thirty three percent. So that puts me at two hundred thirty one. So that's nine thirty one divided by thirty. So I, my price ended up being like $32 a night, right? And then, so I did, I also added on their little fee, their, little, their 3% fee, so 931 times 0.06. Add another $55 to that. So this is going to look crazy, right? 931 55.86 Came out to 986 for a month, but I'm going to divide that by 30. So you're looking at like $33 a night, right? Yeah. So your whole goal is you're going to place your price at a minimum price point in like beyond pricing at $33 a night. And then when Airbnb gives you those suggestions about where to lower your price, you're going to select all of them, instant book, lower my price, 33%, 11%, whatever. And what that does is it's going to shoot your list into the top. And then you're going to go back into beyond pricing and resync it. And it's going to – Airbnb is going to throw you to the top. And then you resync on uh, beyond pricing. And it's going to shoot you to the top with your prices. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, dang. So, yeah, we were just like kind of messing with it, but it works. It was just a little trick that we tried because I'm like, we, you kind of have to do a little bit of math, but it worked. Oh, so and I was like, yeah, so you end up getting your X amount of number. You're going to get your $700 a month because it's going to look like 900 but Airbnb is going to take off all those little – they're going to put in all those little discounts to where you're going to come out to 700 Yeah, 10%, 20%, all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. And you just yeah. added it to your price. But, yeah, it was kind of interesting us sitting there talking about it because that corporate thing we were talking about, I'm like, I don't know if Airbnb get in that. It's like Airbnb makes their money off open calendars. They, well, the one thing Airbnb doesn't like is block calendars. If your calendar's blocked, you go to the bottom unless someone's searching by just searching for places in Arlington, right? Right. Then they don't place any – I don't know. That formula, I don't know how that works, the block calendar formula. Wow. I want to call, I mean, this is just me thinking on the fly. You know how I do. I want to call what you're doing, you know, checking off all Airbnb's little suggestions here and there, this or that. I want to call it yeah. stroking the robot. Stroking the robot? 
<laughs> yeah, man. Because so, the robot wants to, you know, it wants to be yeah. happy. So you got to make exactly. the robot That's happy. That's exactly what it is. That's what Airbnb is. Airbnb wants to be happy. So to make their money, they're going to put your place at a price point for their so they can make money. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So and, and that's what we have to look at Airbnb. You have to look at Airbnb's business model. So it was kind of interesting how that works. But, but I mean, I, it, if you have a bigger place, it kind of screws you. But I mean, but it works with the little thing you do if you use the beyond pricing <laughs> thing. And I want to call. You should probably patent this. I, I want to call the other thing that you that you've done that you do while stroking the <laughs> while stroking the robot um, is the artist switcheroo. And I've I've noticed you've done this before with like mm-hmm. okay someone hitting you up on a little inquiry inquiry and inquiry. they uh, inquiry and then um and you kind of like hey you can go in there while you're chatting with them and raise your prices bump them up just a little bit yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying it's called the, the artist switcheroo <laughs> and so you did that while stroking the robot you combine two very powerful things to get paid yeah. that's that's yeah. that's creative that's awesome. Yeah, that that's definitely the uh, short B and B, the you know the short term rental business owner standpoint. You know, most people are in the Airbnb host standpoint. You gotta learn how to maximize that profit. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's awesome. I, I actually man. did that yesterday. That's funny you said that. I did that yesterday and it worked. The the artist switcheroo. Yeah, yeah. Someone <laughs> sent through an inquiry and I raised the price. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do that all the time. So I, hey, it happens to us all the time. Sure, back in the in the hotel days, I'm sure they've done that to us a bunch, right? As soon as we you start, know I've seen it. I've, I remember seeing that stuff. Like when I grab a price, and I start looking at spots, and then um, I go back to the one I, I you know was going to get, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute, where's that lower price I saw? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it, they they, but they have like big powerful computers doing it for them, right? Yeah, they know. They know what you're looking at, and what th- that's that's what beyond pricing is. They know what people are looking at. What are they trying to book? And that's where it helps out at. You know. Um, Sweet. What else? Yeah. The other big thing I want to dive into in just a minute is like a, a yeah. big change that recently happened. Something to do with a, a contract uh, expiring on you or going. You know. Oh yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll dive into that, but I'll real quick. I'll dive into uh, me a little bit before go we ahead, jump jump back into. I know this is the Micah episode. but um okay yeah we we went on a trip to um um, i was gonna say south padre we went to a corpus christi trip for spring break and so um we just got back from that and that's why you and i you know i hadn't talked to you in a minute because we haven't um yeah we haven't podcast in a minute but we did a little uh, spring spring break trip and I hate road trips because, you know, screw traffic. I can fly. What the heck am I doing driving in a car? And so, and so uh, me, my wife, and two daughters, and we had a, we had a great time. And um, so what we, um, we stayed at Airbnb, you know. I don't think okay. you, you still haven't stayed at one yet. We, you got to do that. Stayed at yours, man. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Best guest ever, man. Yeah. <laughs> Super Definitely. clean. I stayed at two, actually. I also stayed at one of our friends in Portland I stayed at, so. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Last <laughs> week, while we were out of town, we stayed there. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, so, so, anyways, we stayed at a, a little bitty Airbnb, and um, it was cool. It was, it was like four hundred something square feet, right? It was small, but <laughs> the way she set it up, man, she really maximized her space, and it, it, it's it's really and that's what's cool about when you stay at other people's Airbnbs, you get a lot of ideas, 
And yeah. so I like how she made a little, you know, she put a little island there to put dishes and stuff in. Um, of course, a sofa sleeper and has a little balcony and stuff. Uh, and she used um, curtains instead of like big doors for closets to open and close. And that kind of helped, you know, in certain spots save space, you know. It, it's just yeah. little little cool ideas that she did. And so we've, um, shout out to Cherry. She's a big fan of the show, by the way. So she, okay. <laughs> we got to meet her and her husband swung by, and, and we chatted it up about Airbnb and stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of um, disgruntled Airbnb hosts out there. I mean, we <laughs> we come across it a lot, right? Like um, yeah. a- angry at the, the Airbnb system. But, hey, you know, you got you to gotta use what you got to use, right? And so yeah. um, so that was really cool, meeting meeting some other Airbnb hosts and, and chatting it up and, and exchanging ideas and war, and war stories, you know. That's what we war do. <laughs> That's what we do on our show. And so, um, yeah, we had a good time in, in, in Corpus and and um, and went to the aquarium and, and cool things like that. And, and so, I, yeah, I always use every every experience is a learning experience. And so sure. we, we I learned a lot, and I'm going to implement that. And I really really want to up my up my Airbnb game, even though this this past month, this month of, month of March, I've booked every single day in the month. And that's a good nice. thing. It's a good thing. And to me, it could be a not so good thing because I'm like, man, I, perhaps I should have had my prices higher. You know what I'm saying? I think that. And because it's better to have high pri- higher prices and like 80% full than lower prices and 100% full, right? Sometimes. That's true. Yeah. So definitely. anyway, but I'm but I'm learning still every day. I'm learning. I'm learning a ton from our fans and um, from each other. We learn a lot, and so um, yeah. So I, I really want to up my Airbnb game, and I'm getting excited about it. And and um, that's where I'm at with that. I have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about too. But let's talk about your big development. I mean, you you were teasing that too a little bit. My big development. So uh, Wednesday, March seventh, man. This is actually really, it's, it's a learning story. It's kind of sad, but it's kind of, not sad, but, you know. Okay, so March 7th. You know, this last year I've been working this contract down at uh, Renner Center. I've been working in their corporate office, IT or whatever. Yeah. So Wednesday, like that Friday, which was Friday, March 2nd, they sent out this company-wide email, right? They're like, hey, no more working from home. If you have to work from home, you have to call in and verify it's okay. Uh, so from now on, everyone has to come into the office. Yeah. So everyone's pissed off. They're all disgruntled, going off, whatever. I'm just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I, I come in every day anyway, so wait, who cares? I work from home once every blue moon. So that Wednesday, like, I come to work, and, like, all the doors have, like, all this little sign. Everyone must come to, through the front to get in, right? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shoot. So this lady in front of me, her badge, was, her badge wasn't working, but she didn't read the sign. She's like, oh, my God. You know, she, she's been fired. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, nah, I think we have to go around, right? So we go in. Okay, everybody goes upstairs. I see, like, this extra security guard on site. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be some people getting fired today. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, well, if it's me, who cares? You know, you know, I, I've been doing what I want to do, you know. So I go upstairs. I go sit down. This email comes out calling, like, 50 employees to come to this room, right? So everyone's like, this guy behind me, he's like, oh, man, did you guys just get that email? And I'm like, no, nah, I didn't get it, man. And the other guy's <laughs> like, no, I didn't get it. And then the guy next to him was like, oh, I got it. So they get up. They lock off, right? And they walk off. And we're still working. And me and, me and like all these other people are like, hey, where are they going? You know? So 
10 minutes later, man, like these people come, come walking up the hallway. Some are in tears, crying or whatever. And I'm just like, damn, what the hell? Right. So one of the guys who sits next to me, they let him go. He kind of had tears coming out of his eyes and I look at him and they're like, yeah, they're, we're, we're letting people go. Right. So they pack up their stuff. They leave. Then they call the next group, right? Next group. I'm not in it. Call the next group. Finally, I'm in it, right? <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, dang, they firing people. So I backed up my backpack and just went down there, right? And I'm just sitting there. And uh, they're like, hey, we're cutting contracts. We're letting, every, we're letting most of the building go, right? So they ended up cutting like 250 people. I was a part of that 250. Hmm. So I'm just sitting there the whole time. Like, this guy's talking, but I'm not really listening to him because I'm like in my head like, dang, this is probably what I needed. You know, I'm like, dang, I, I'm sitting here every day. I can't get stuff done. And I'm like, I really kind of smile. I'm like, I'm looking at this guy, and he kind of <laughs> looks at me, kind of looks at me like, what are you doing? Because I'm, I'm like thinking in my head, but you know how you're like thinking in your head, but sometimes you're really smiling. Yeah. If people are looking at you and you're smiling, he's like, what the wrong with this guy over here, man? He's losing his job. So, <laughs> so I'm kind of <laughs> smiling at this guy, and I'm like, and so they're like, okay, everyone get your badge. Go back to your desk, pack up your stuff. So I go pack up my stuff. By the time this is over with, there's only like three people left on my team, which I don't know how they're going to support all these systems, but hey, they'll figure it out. So, so I'm sitting here walking, and it's like people walking by me crying, and I'm like packing up all my stuff. I get all my stuff, and I'm walking, and I'm just like, and as soon as I get out to my car, I call Mahogany. I'm like, hey, they, they cut my contract. She goes, good, now you can work on the business. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm like, well, okay, whatever. So. But it made me think about, like, what all we're trying to do. It's like, dang, this is what we wanted, financial freedom. Like, I've been at work for two weeks, and I'm not really in a rush to go back. You know, I'm not, I've am not. i been getting going to see arbitrages every day. I went to see one arbitrage today, and I'm going to see three tomorrow. I have the time to do it. Um, man, I've got my website done. i got my courses launched. I've just been able to do so much without being in a corporate rat race you know what i mean and now i'm realizing like i truly don't know if i want to go back like i got so much exciting stuff like this weekend i'm going to vegas next week i get to sit down and talk with ziona mcintyre so oh, sweet yeah That's so like awesome. everything's starting to happen for me you know it's, it's and it's really because of time it's time it's like really i realized like working in the corporate world has cost me time it was like Time is invaluable. My dad used to always tell me, he said, man, time is so invaluable. Like when I told him I lost my job, he goes, man, just keep doing what you're doing. He goes, your time's invaluable. You can't, he goes, you can do so much more with all that time. So I don't know if I'll go back to like working contracts, but I don't know. I'll see. But that's pretty much my big last two weeks. Bravo. Way to get yeah. fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You check. No, you can collect unemployment too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful! Yes, sir. but uh, one quick question: Should, Aren't yeah. they supposed to fire people on on Fridays? What's up with the Wednesday firing, man? <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't know. That Friday firing, yeah. Then I guess if you fire everybody on Friday, they go out and get drunk, and then have to worry about them getting home. So, right, right. Wednesday, yeah. I don't. I guess you're more inclined to put on a suit the next day and go look for another job. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess maybe Wednesday's a new Friday. Who knows? I don't know, man. But I mean, but and I realized something. Maybe some people are good at jumping off the edge. Some people need to be pushed off the edge. And I'm like, maybe I need just need to be pushed off the edge. You know what I mean? Right, right. Go, go do what you do. You know? So, yeah. But yeah, it's been interesting. 
on on a on a smaller scale, um, I wasn't called for overtime tomorrow. But see, my 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 official days are for Wednesday, Thursday. Uh huh. But I've I've always worked every single Wednesday, Thursday, <clears throat> and I might take off the occasional Saturday, you know. And yeah. so I work about six days a week, sometimes seven. And so, yeah. but they didn't call me for overtime tomorrow, so I'm off tomorrow on a Wednesday. Ain't that you know? Just now, I just thought of the irony right now. Yeah. And I, and when I heard it too, I was like. That's cool, you know. At first, I, I might have freaked out back in the day, but now I'm like, "That's cool. I get so much done, you know, tomorrow." Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not upset or nothing. I'm like, "Cool, yeah, don't call me for yeah. overtime." That's <laughs> so. that true entrepreneur mindset, man. It's like, okay, dang, I have other business to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, dang, even look at this poster back here. I got made while I've been off, man. Look at that. That's beautiful. Yeah, man. <laughs> I got one coming to you too. So yeah, man. I mean. It's just been time so irreplaceable, man. It's just, I really, and, and truly, I realized these last two weeks, I've been making more money without my job. Just in these last two weeks, without wow. my job, I've made more money. I'm like, hey, my job's been costing me money. So That's that's a good problem yeah. to have right there. I know. Like, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm like, dang, my job's costing me money because it's costing me the time. I have a good virtual assistant. She gets everything done. Um Man, yesterday I was just killing it on Airbnb with the timeshares because my virtual assistant does all my time updates for me. So it's just like I'm just sitting here like, boom, making money, and I can go focus on arbitrage. I've truly turned my Airbnb or into a business. It's a short-term rental business now, you know? Wow. I, yeah. I just want to stop and, and, like, all the listeners out there, I hope that inspires you all, you know? Yeah. Everybody's oh, – oh, oh. <laughs> I'll go back to it, but yeah, it just just um, just hearing that you know inspires me big time, and yeah. um, I'm I just I just know there's people like driving around listening to our beautiful voices, and like <laughs> and thinking, wow, I, I want to get to that point, and 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 it's and it's so attainable. I mean, people so, really like like um, Adam James. You know, he's, you don't realize how much power you have. That's true, and that's that's awesome when he says that. And his his it seems like all whenever you ask him a question, you know, you know, well, how can I get my so uh, my my thing like this to to make this much money? Well, and his 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 answer is always like, well, well just do it. You know, it's like yeah, just do it, just go Seriously. do it. You know, and like, what, what what's the worst thing that can happen? You know, mm-hmm. you, you'll fail and you'll be you know, or you if you fail or don't succeed one hundred percent, you still have your day job, you still have this and that. But you don't fail, you just. Learn. You learn, yeah. You know, there's no yeah. failures. There's just learning experiences, and, and um, and that's so cool. And and I heard another. Uh, I was listening. You know, I tell you, I listened to, to Bigger Pockets Money, mm-hmm. and they had this. Um, they had this guest on this past week. Of course, I don't remember his name. Maybe David something. And he, um, I don't know if you listened to the app. Did you listen to it? No. Well, anyways, he he's a he, he wrote the book like um, uh, investing in real estate from afar or something like that, and he it's a bigger pockets book, but he okay. was on he was on their show, and um and he was and he was saying how he he hustled his way through college, yeah he, he and he hustled his way through college where he got out of co- he got out of college with no debt and he had like ninety five thousand dollars saved up he was busting his hump working uh, as a waiter. And, you know, and, uh-huh. and people think, oh, waiting job, you know, that's the worst job or whatever. But he wanted, he's like, well, 
this is a, he saw it as an opportunity to make the most money. And he, uh, he hustled, he helped other people do their tables, he helped them. He always grabbed more tables. He did whatever he could to please his, the, the boss that owned the place. Just, yeah. And she would reward him with better tables. And I mean, he, he made like a bad situation into like a, a money-making opportunity just by hustling his ass off. Yeah. And he didn't want to get into debt. I mean, he, like I said, he's, he's, he scringed and saved. And, and he ended up graduating with college with, not only with zero debt, but, but positive you know, 95 grand and he ended up, you know, getting into real estate and it's a really inspiring story. And he, and he talked about, um, how he, he became a cop, like after that, and he hustled his way through the Academy. Just, just, he wanted to, he just figured out ways to save money and to, to save and, to and make as much money as possible. And, yeah. um, and, and, and it's just like, and, and it inspired me in a way. Cause you know, I, I've told people before, I'm not a big fan of my job uh-huh. and, um, but I see, I see. He he saw it as a as a means to an end, yeah. you know. And and there's people out there that they got jobs and they they they're like, oh, I can't stand another minute. But if you do grab those ex- little couple extra shifts here and there, you know, a couple extra hours, work a little later, that money adds up. And if you can yeah. curtail your spending, you'll be saving like a nice nest egg to to do to to. Like a like a rope to climb out of the to climb out of the cave, you know the rope being freedom. You know you be cl- yeah. cl- using using that money for you know to get more rope. I don't know where you know I, I, I meander, but anyways. Yeah. But if you just use if you think of it like that, and why not try to be the bust your ass and be good at whatever mm-hmm. job you're doing, and yeah. you'll get noticed. You get the little raises here and there, but put all that money into something that you're you know you're gonna that you love that you want to do it may might not be real estate it might not be even like uh, airbnb stuff like that you know this show is heavy on airbnb but we talk about all kinds of things you know share economy you might have the next great share economy idea you know uh-huh rent out your tree house in your backyard or something i don't know but <laughs> but yeah, the point is if you could see beyond you know just what's right in front of you and, and see over the horizon. I mean, it's, it's just, it'll, it'll, it'll help you get through the days. It'll help you get through the weeks and do the months to all that hustling. It, it adds up, man. And we can, yeah. and we can bounce straight up, man. That is true, man. You hustle hard, hustle hard, man. I was spending, I was working my job. I was literally working probably like Grant Cardone says, man, if you know how many hours a work week you're working, you're truly still an employee. I don't know how many hours I was working. I was working 40 at my job coming home probably doing another 10. So I was probably working 50 hours a week. Now you cut out the job. I can get like, by the time, like you listen to four hour work week. Yeah. By the time I get up at my day probably starts at five o'clock in the morning since I've been off work. Right. Really? But yeah, by the time it's 12, I'm done. But you're excited to wake up. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to wake up. Like I get up, boom, I'm on. Like, like how I think you said it best. You were like, "Hey, man, if you ever were to lose your job, you ever quit, like, could you stop hustling?" And I guess I couldn't, man. I get up at five o'clock in the morning, boom, 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 handle this, and then like tomorrow, my day probably ends at about six thirty because I la- I have my last viewing at six o'clock, right? I put everything on my calendar that I have to do. Been taking word from Adam James, put it on a calendar. So my last viewing is six o'clock tomorrow, and then I'm done working for the rest of the week. I'm going to Vegas after that. You know, man, Thursday I'm out of here. I'm going to Vegas. So. It gives you so much more time and freedom, you know what I mean? Um, but and I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm 100% off the corporate world, but I'm just saying right now, you know what I mean? If, if but if I, these things keep happening like the way they're happening, I don't know if I'll go back, but I'll see. Nice, 
Put it on yeah. a calendar, y'all. If you learn anything about this <laughs> from this show, yeah. put it on a calendar, write it down, yeah. and, th- and then do it. Straight up. Do it, so, man. Another, another thing I wanted, because you're going to be a little, uh, how long are you going to Vegas for? Four days. Four days? Okay. A little vacation. Well, five, actually, kind of. Five days? Thursday, okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, five days. And how, and how are you going to run everything from on vacation, man? How's it going to work? Is it magic? What's going to happen? VA, baby, VA. <laughs> Virtual assistant, guesty. By the way, guesty is legit, man. Guesty, uh, you have to work with them to get their uh, messaging system right, but what's in place, man, it's easy. Um, you won't have any more of that because I hear a lot of people complaining, hey, I keep missing messages, Airbnb's messed up. You won't ever have that with guesty because as soon as a message comes through, you have an autoresponder that goes out to them, to the guest. As soon as that autoresponder goes out, and you get shot an email saying, hey, we just sent this message from your inbox. Um, and also, I noticed with Guesty, I have been getting nothing but five-star reviews ever since I've been using Guesty. Wow. Because yeah. it, it, it's – I really realize what people want. Also, this is the time of the year, too. Spring and summer are easy to please guess because they don't – they want to go outside of the, the condo or whatever. Yeah. Um, so then you're mainly selling amenities in this time of the year um, and communication. The only thing you're really selling this time of year is amenities and communication. If you get those two things down in this time of the year, man, it's easy. Easy, man. I've been getting nothing but five-star reviews. I think my last 20 – this last 15 reviews have been five stars. And Dang. simply because of the communication that Guesty puts out there, yeah, man, it's how much does, How much does Guesty charge? 2% per reservation. $500 onboarding fee and a 2% per reservation. Oh, it pays for itself though, right? Exactly. 2% that's, you know, and then you up your prices. And then I'm also on Rentals United. So all my listings are going to be shot out to V, are going to be updated to VRBO and all the other listing platforms, BNB Hero, all those guys. So I'm opening up more, opening up way, I'm putting all my listings on way more platforms. I have my own platform now too. Uh, if you ever want to book with me, all the, uh, Listeners, go to sharebnb.com and go to book with us, and you can book any of my places directly through me. <laughs> cut, out, cut out the middleman. Yes, sir. Cut out the middleman. So, <laughs> been working on that. So, and and you said you're a virtual assistant, and that's a, mm-hmm. a, a family friend. Is that what it is? Or yes. Who, yes. I used a family. We found a family friend. Um, yeah, before you call a VA, search around family friends. You can get them off Upwork and Freelancer, but definitely find family friends that are willing to do it. Like Lupita would be a perfect virtual assistant, like outside of her cleaning. If she uh, doesn't went until she gets her business up. Yeah. She'd be perfect for that. Just it's data entry. Great freaking idea, man. Oh yeah. It's data entry. Man. I'll put her to work right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's so many people that can easily do that. Like uh, I was actually, my cousin, it's funny now that I've been posting all my share BNB videos, my cousin actually hit me up. She's like, hey, what are you doing with all those properties and stuff? And I told her what I did. And I was like, because she said she was having health issues and she's out of work. And I was like, you could easily be a virtual assistant, rent out rooms in your house. I said, there's just so many ways to bring income in. It's just, you know, so many ways nowadays just to bring in some extra income that you could easily do it. Oh, that's cool, man. Um, and I... I guess I guess I get a little apprehensive when, when you know mixing business with family kind of thing, but it, it seems to be working good for you, right? Well, this ain't my virtual assistant. Family. I mean, well, okay, friends and family. Okay, I, I kind of group them together. You know, like they say that businessman, yeah. that one businessman who used to have a lot of friends, 
and family and then he started and he and he hired him all for his business now he has neither or something like oh, that yeah, or he yeah. lost his business and now he has neither anyways that was just like a it's an it's expression i'm sure it works a lot i'm sure it, it works out though too people always yeah, talk about the bad of it but you know no, it can work out. that's one of me and mahogany's biggest things that we have we both agree on like when it comes to family our biggest this is one moral we always we came up with this before we got married we we're like look when it comes to family we will help them if we can, but we won't do business with them. Sounds messed up, but we won't do business with them. But if the, the proceeds from our business, we will help them if we can. You know what I mean? Because if you do business with family, it, it turns real ugly. <laughs> it gets ugly. I've seen it with – because the reason we came up with that is because we've both seen it with both sides of our family. So we're like, yeah, business and family don't mix. Yeah, truth right there. Straight up, man. I mean, I, I, and that's, more power to you if you want to do it. But. <laughs> right. And, and the reason I asked about the um, about managing how how did you how are you going to manage while you're on vacation? But but getting your eggs in a row. I mean, as long as you got your eggs in a row and everything's and everything's um, like uh, what, what does it say? It can run itself. Yeah. Um, it it is possible. And I thought <laughs> well, we went on this trip to um, uh-huh. <laughs> to Corpus, right? We left uh, last Tuesday evening, and I thought, okay, all my eggs in a row. I got the um, I got the cleaner coming in because you know the cleaner that I used before when Lupita was out of town. I got her coming in uh, Wednesday because I got a guest. I got a guest leaving Wednesday, and then I got a guest leaving um, that was leaving that Friday. So she, I was like, okay. I told her the dates, everything cool. I told her like Monday, you know, everything cool. You got Wednesday and Friday covered. Yeah, yeah, I got it covered. Blah blah. blah. Okay, cool. So we left out of town Tuesday, and um, we got there Tuesday evening. I said, like, you know what? I'm gonna message her. I'm gonna message her just in case she remembers. You know, for her to remember to, that she's got to do it. Yeah. And and no response. Text message. No response. Text message. No response. I was texting her like crazy. All right. I'm gonna freaking call her. Called no no answer no answer no. And this is Tuesday evening. I'm like crap. I got guests leaving, you know Wednesday morning, and then I got yeah. ones coming in, you know at, at three o'clock on Wednesday afternoon, and so I'm, I'm starting to freak out. And this went on all the way to the night, and I couldn't sleep, dude. I was tossing and turning. I was like freaking, can't believe this. And <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I was like, it was like two a.m. and I was just like, and I couldn't, and I was like. First of all, I was thinking, why, why, did, why am I even renting out my house when I'm on vacation? Why am I putting this stress on me while ruining my vacation? You know, I should be relaxing right now, with, you know, drinking on the patio, watching the waves. But I'm over here worried about someone cleaning my house. <laughs> and I was, I was just, I was just freaking out, dude. Yeah. And um, so finally, I was like, you know what? And I can't call a cleaner this late, but my uncle, uh, my uncle, my my cousin Richard, shout out to cousin Rich. He uh, <laughs> he's always up late, you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's a, he parties a little, I think. But uh, <laughs> anyways, he Pretty does all, he he does odd jobs. Yeah, Richie Rich. He <laughs> does he does odd jobs for a living, you know. Definitely. And um, you know, he's my cousin. Uh, that's all I'll say. He does odd jobs for money. Uh, anything you need, fence work, um, you know, painting or branches on your tree. He does he does whatever. And um, he's the he's the cousin that always calls you up, calls you up, or, or sec- texts you like ten a.m. Yo, dog, hey, you need a swing set? You know, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, the yeah. one that calls you up real late at night. Hey, man, <laughs> you need a, you need a toaster oven? 
20 bucks, you know, I got, <laughs> I guess, you know, stuff falls off trucks sometimes. But anyways, um, <laughs> hey, don't, don't assume y'all. And so I, I hit him up. I was like, Hey man, um, I told him what the deal was. I was like, would you be interested in, in cleaning the house for this amount of price? And, um, and he said, yeah, yeah, man, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Here's the code. They guests leave at noon. You know, I told him the drill. Yeah. And <laughs> the funny thing is, you know, that same cousin, their phones don't always work too good either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Unless there's Wi-Fi around, there's a good chance that that phone ain't going to be working too good. <laughs> so I, and he, he gets, I guess he's like, all right, man, I'm headed to the house. You know, he texts me before noon. He yeah. gets there. I guess he gets there because I don't hear from him again for the until <laughs> after three. And I'm like, freaking, I'm trying to message him and stuff. <laughs> of course, his phone ain't working because there's no Wi-Fi, but there's Wi-Fi at my house. I just forgot. To, I should have told him the damn Wi-Fi thing so I can keep in co- contact with him because yeah. I like to know the minute someone finishes so I can tell the next guest, right? Yeah. That, hey, go ahead and, you know. And um, and so anyways, I didn't hear from him till like after three but I had uh, I called my front the neighbor in front of my house, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Young, and um, I asked her, "Hey, did did you see a a black truck out there?" Oh yeah, he just left. Oh, blah, about it was about three o'clock. He left, and so I mm-hmm. went ahead and told the told the guest that it's all right to to check in. And I was like, he said, "Yeah, well, sorry, you know, I just saw your I saw your calls and stuff, but I, I my you know my phone I wasn't around Wi-Fi, so my phone my phone wasn't working." <laughs> I was like, "All right, dude, how did it go?" He's like, he told me, "Oh yeah, I took some pictures, showed me some pics. He did a good job, apparently, and um, I didn't get any complaints from the guests that came in." And anyways, um, yeah, I said, "All right, dude, um, here's the Wi-Fi password. I want to keep in contact with you, and yeah. I want you to know, message me the minute you're done, and so I can tell the next guest on Friday." And so he did that, and Friday went real smooth. He got in and out. He cleaned everything. He even. He, he said he brought a lady friend with him, and, and she knows about hospitality service. And I'm not going to ask what him and the lady friend did while they were there. <laughs> but they washed all the sheets and everything, so that's that's good. You know, if y'all are staying at my place, all the sheets and everything are washed every time. And um, and so they even folded the towels all like cool, like hotel style and stuff. So they did a good oh, job. Thanks. They did a good job. How much cousin Rich charging? Um, I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but I think I think he can hook you up for for sixty. I think he can hook you up for sixty for a whole house oh, kind of deal. Yeah, I'm to hit up cutting rich. Richie Rich needs the dineros, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got Wi-Fi for him too. The, yeah, yeah. Keep, <laughs> I want to hear him. Keep keep clapping. I hear you over there. Yeah. Um. So, anyways. Yeah, that's what I was. My I was worried about bringing family into the fold, but I was like, I'm gonna give them a chance. I'm gonna give them a chance, and um, and it worked out good. And so when my we're out of town, I think I could I could rely on him pretty good. And um, he even said, Hey, you know, my mom, you know, she she's retired from teacher now, and she said she she could do it any anytime. I can't do it, and this and that. And I was like, Oh, well, cool. You know, I might you know bring family into the fold just a little bit, and. Um, and and it worked out. It was a little bit stressful, but uh-huh. and I was and I was you know I, like, I was really freaking out. I was like, man, I don't want to be renting my house while I'm on vacation anymore because I'm I just don't want to be nervous about it. And but you know, you get someone in there with a good track record, everything's gonna go smooth. 
Quick question. Well, yeah, because I understand you on that. What's your minimum price? Do you have a set minimum price now? Or? For my house? Yeah. Man, I think or that, are you and I are think, you using like an auto price tool? I, I yeah, I use the Beyond Pricing. Okay. And but but I go in there, I tinker a lot, you know. When it comes to getting closer to and not getting rented out, I'll, I'll low manually lower it. But I think my low my minimum is seventy or seventy five a night. Okay. And so, um, yeah, and I and I upped I upped the um, cleaning fee to, to sixty five, and I think I want to eventually up it to seventy five. And yeah. as Lupita hears me and she's saying, oh, okay. <laughs> are you, why are don't you worry, babe. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you more. Don't worry. That was a little secret. Like <laughs> <laughs> 15 bucks. Huh? <laughs> but. <laughs> But anyways, yeah. So I want to, you know, I'm tinkering with the prices. I'm bringing them up some because I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good at it now. I had a really good, like I said, real good March, and yeah, and and that's what I want to talk about too with you. And goals are very important, and oh, I've always, sure. and I always thought, I always thought, if I can get twenty five hundred a month from my from my house, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And now I got there, I surpassed it. I got like twenty six hundred something this month, and I'm like, nice. that's pretty cool. So my next goal is three thousand. I want to get three thousand a month, and I want to eventually keep going. And then I want to use money that I'm making to improve it and make it even uh, really a better place, a bad, a more badass place. And that way, I can just keep raising, uh, you know, keep yeah, keep experimenting with prices and keep trying to get the get them goals. There's my little girl. Hey, mama. <laughs> are you on? Are you on corporate housing by owner yet? I am. I am not. I tried. Remember, I tried that other one. Um, what is the Furnish Finder? Furnish Finder, and and I, they send me they send me prospects. But the what I what I've I know you, and, and, and you preached you preached about the the corporate and, and everybody hears you too. People I talk to they listen to the show. Oh, and I need to get in that corporate thing because Mike is saying how good it is. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, that Furnish Finder one, I, I, real quick, and, I, and I'll let you do your thing on Furnish Finder. Um, they're sending me a lot of leads, but a lot of these nurses are just one person or two person, two people traveling, and they're not looking for a big three bedroom, almost four bedroom house, you know, like what I got. And they don't, you know, mm-hmm. they're looking for what you got, like the one bedroom condo, one maybe two bedroom, you know, depending. And I'm like, man, that's that's where it's at. If you could find a spot like those condos near the hospital districts, the one bedroom, one bedrooms all day long, man, they'll they'll get those and they'll be on those. That's actually what I'm going to look at tomorrow. I actually looked at today was a one bedroom, one bath over in Oakland. Um, and, that, and that's more or less what I'm par- targeting now because the reason why one bed and one bath is so lucrative is because a nurse or just somebody, an IT traveler coming into town, they'll pay a large amount. And then it's easy to furnish it. Your fr- your your up your uh, startup cost is super low. Awesome. Uh, but for, for what you're trying to do, you could easily find that on a corporate housing by owner. You can easily find someone coming in with family because you're going to usually get an IT worker, um, traveling nurses, a few. But you get the higher end of the uh, of the uh, corporate workers. Um, and that's where I would say, yeah, definitely look into getting on corporate housing by owner because you could easily, with your setup, you could do three bed, two bath. You could easily furnish that, get 3000 a month right off the bat, up to 4000 a month. It's just a matter of advertising 
finding out what people need um, and just kind of catering to it. Right. But right. yeah, man, I mean, yeah, man, you're on your way. Just you already passed your goal because I'm, I'm, I'm actually on pace for my goal, you know, because um, I made my goal for the whole year. So I'm on pace for it. So, damn, man. So, man, it's cool when we get those goals, man. It, Set it goals. is cool. Yeah. That felt is. really good when I hit that mark. I was like, or I passed that mark. I was like, damn. Yeah. I did it. Now I got to make yeah. another goal, a higher goal, you know? Yeah. Definitely. You got to keep, keep doing going. that. You got to keep doing that. It's important. Write them down, too. Write them down. Matter of fact, I was listening to Al Williamson, and he was showing one of his arbitrages, and he said he had nearly tripled the startup rank from one of his arbitrages by slowly increasing his clients and increasing his, uh, what was it, his experience at, at its place. He just slowly keep gave him better amenities every single time, but now he's charging like three times the rent. For corporate, so he's making a couple of couple grand off a corporate rental. You know what I mean? So it's possible, you know. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, man, that guy's a genius. So it's possible. It's definitely possible. That's my next thing, man. I'm gonna start looking um, hospital hospital districts, trying to yeah. get those one 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 B two B one B two Bs, man, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, that, that, that's a that's a hot spot right now, man. If you get a one bed, two bath. Or a one bed, one bath, or a two bed, two bath, something like that. You know, it's definitely possible. Now, another big caveat to that: a lot of these traveling nurses have freaking dogs, so you got to find a place that's dog friendly. And you'd be making bank. Now, I'm not saying that all of them can bring their dogs, but if you had a place that was pet friendly, and yeah, right by the hospital district, I think you'd be making a killing because a lot of them have dogs. I don't know why. If they're traveling the nurses, you don't want to have a dog, but a lot of them do. You, they do have dogs, but I noticed the thing is, I mean, you can make bank, but then other. I know other people have had, hey, I have dogs. I have not a problem with them. I just don't. I, me personally, I always back away. I always say no pets. Even if the place I get, it's pet friendly, I always say just no pets. Now Just here, because of the extra liability. Now, here's a big idea. Okay. Let's say you have one of those spots, right? Like yeah. um, you have one of those uh, one-bedroom condos right by the hospital district, and you, and you don't want to make it pet-friendly. But if you happen to have a house with a yard at you know your own spot, and um, this is this is this might not apply to me or you, but I was thinking about this the other day. Man, you know how they do the the doggy B and B or whatever. Yeah, you can kind of tie it in and tell the tell the person, you know, hey, you know, at the condo they don't allow dogs, but you can bring your dog with you. I'll keep it here in my house for a certain fee. You know, you'll be making money mm-hmm. on that end too. Instead instead of you keeping it leaving it back in California with you at a at a kennel somewhere or whatever. You can still come see your dog whenever the heck you want. It'll be here at my house. I'll keep it yep. here. And then, um, you know, charge a little fee for it, and there you go. You get the best of both worlds. If you're a dog person and you can take care of dogs, or you can just keep them in the backyard or whatever. Going full-blown share economy there. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that a freaking great idea? Yeah. I hope someone... Because check it out. Speaking of going full-blown share economy... I did some Ubering like a week ago, I think. I did some Ubering. What? I did some Uber. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I did some Ubering. So I was just, because my, my goal was I was trying to see like, well, I'm not going to relate my specific Airbnb situation to everybody else, but I was just wondering, okay, I house hacked my house. I have other Airbnb rentals 
I wonder if you could really truly just survive off of the share economy. And I was like, dang, I think you could, you know, because, okay, make it Uber. I mean, it pays you like 13 bucks an hour, you know. Um, yeah, it, pays, it comes out to like 13 bucks an hour doing an Uber. So if you could do that, you don't even have to do it eight hours a day plus your Airbnb. It's pretty good money if you, you know, if you have your Airbnb income coming in, you know. So, yeah. uh, but I met some pretty cool people while Uber, you know. I met this guy. He knew all the Uber hotspots, and I dropped him off. He goes, oh, yeah, you sit right here in this parking lot. I'm security here, so you can sit right here. And you get the airport calls, and I won't tell on you. I'm like, oh, okay. You know? so I met some pretty cool people. And I, let them, I actually let them know what I do. I met this British guy, told about the podcast. And then also, while I was picking up people's orders, I keep our, our business cards in, in, our, in, the, in my car. I just drop them in their uh, doggy bags and I take it to them. So, yeah, that was a cool way to advertise, too. So That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man, it was pretty fun. So I actually get time to enjoy doing stuff, you know what I mean? So And see, people that need Ubers, you know, they're, they're out there partying a lot sometimes. You know, those are the yeah. ones that really need a ride. And, uh-huh. and sometimes you can't get to the liquor store after hours. So if you can sell liquor out of your car, that's even more money. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Alcohol delivery? I'm serious. That's a good one. Uber alcohol. We're just delivery? kidding, government. Don't listen to this. That was a joke. I mean, no, no. If your Uber <laughs> drivers were over 21, I mean, I don't see a problem with it. But imagine if they're delivering it, keeping the drunk people already off the road. Hey, that ain't a bad idea, man. You, just, you might want to patent that for somebody hops on it, man. Got some pocket rockets right here for y'all in the back seat. Anybody need to keep the party Uber, going? I don't know what you'd call it. Uber, Uber licks? Uber liquor? <laughs> Yeah, Uber Licks. I don't know. That might be something different altogether, man. Uber Licks. <laughs> oh, man. But, but, I mean, yeah. It's so the the possibilities are endless is what we're saying. The possibilities are endless to make money. The people that say, oh, we're never getting ahead. You ain't, you ain't trying. You ain't oh, trying. I have a quick question. The, um... Did you raise your prices for next month, April, the end of April? Oh, is that the draft? Yeah, NFL. It's gonna be in Arlington. Oh snap! I need to do that. I need to do that. Better do that ASAP, man. <laughs> raise them prices because the NFL draft is coming last weekend of April, I believe it is. Wow. I mean, that that's gonna be a hot weekend. I, I'm. I think. No, I'm not booked. I'm not booked. My, one of my rooms is open, so I'm gonna be man. What, what what date is it? I think it's the twenty sixth through the. Uh, it is going to be the twenty. Let's see here. I got to do a quick Google search here. Yeah, April twenty sixth through April twenty eighth. So I think that's going to be. Let's see here. We're in 2018, so it's going to be from that Thursday through that Saturday. So I would up my prices from Thursday to Monday. So the 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th, I'd be charging for my private rooms. I'll probably go up to like 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, man. Then you could be Ubering too, right? Yeah, you can Uber it up. I'll probably sit at the house letting my money work for me for those days. Man. And that Final Four, the NCAA Final Four is going to be in San Antonio to our people down in San Antonio. And, um, 
Yeah, man, we got a lot of stuff coming. I'm being ar- oh, one of my rooms is being arbitraged in May. Your room is being arbitraged. Yeah, man, this is why networking is king. So check this out. I'm so happy I have so much more time to do stuff like this. <laughs> so I, I've been working with Josh. Josh came to me and I told him, "Hey, man, I'm I'm just I'm about to start marketing my rooms to get seven fifty a month off of them, right?" Josh, who? Josh, oh, Josh Adekboye. He said I was messing up oh. his name. Stop saying his name. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, no, but um, so he, he came up to me and he's like, he's like, oh, so you want seven fifty for your room? So what he did was he went to his job because he works at Lockheed Martin's, right? So he went to his job. And he told him, hey, uh, uh, I have a room for nine fifty a month. And then he hit me up. He's like, yo, you mind if I put her in your room for nine fifty a month? You just pay me two hundred a month. I'm like yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like I'm all about networking, man. So he's like, cool. So he, he gave me the contract. So the lady checks in at the end of May, man. That's pretty dope. Hustling the hustler. Yes. So I was like, oh, I'll do that. You know, I'll give you the two hundred a month. Cause I just want the seven fifty because the seven fifty turns everything in my house is now cash flowing with me living in it. So yeah, man. The student has become the master. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, seven fifty. I was like, she gets nine. I was like, I don't care, you know. Man. And then that goes back to not only networking, but that shows how business works, man. Like, build connections with people. Like, I know a lot of people have been like, oh no, I want the nine fifty for myself. Instead, you built the business connection. You got seven fifty. That's all you need. And then, boom, you give him two hundred. You got a connection. So now I have two more rooms. He might be able to get those rented out. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. building connections outside of Airbnb. I need. We need. A, we need a, a cool sound effect. A sound effect like your ass got arbitrage. <laughs> <laughs> Something like As a matter that. Matter of fact, I'm going through one of my emails. Who is it from? Uh, we had an email from one of our guys, Gerald Lawhead. This hmm. guy. Let's read his what he says. Um, he says, "Greetings from Bloomington, Indiana. Just want to encourage you guys to carry on, both with the systems you're working with." both with the systems you're working and the podcast. I spent about 15 hours driving around Bloomington being a wheel in the man's machine, <laughs> but I will go out of that system to thrive. I've got a lot of time to listen to podcasts, and I've listened to the complete works of LLT and want more. Would love to hear you guys and your guests talk more about working arbitrage deals, corporate rentals, vacation rentals, creative financing, talking a wife into house hacking, and killing it in short-term rentals outside of big cities. Keep going, guys. Got to motivate us to LLT. Shout out to Gerald Lawhead out in Bloomington, man. Bloomington, Indiana. Gerald, that's what's up. Yeah. So as far as working arbitrage deals, man, it's a few things you can do because that's what I've been doing the last two weeks, man. Um, you got to get first. You got to get comfortable hearing no. Because <laughs> I had one guy. He was like, I told him what I was going to do, you know, and I was like, Hey, I'm just going to put corporate clients there. He's like, No, no, don't want it. Don't want it. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> like, you could tell. So I, when he did that, I could tell like a lot of people in the area are starting to get into that arbitrage. Um, but you got to get used to hearing no. And one good thing you can do is several things that I've been doing. Um, get an apartment finder and pay them to pretty much to um, market the business for you. Like, so every time they get a yes on a apartment that complex that says, yeah, you can do short term, do corporate rentals slash Airbnb here, you give him 200 bucks. Like, yeah, so he gets paid twice from his apartment locator company and from you. And it gives him incentive to find new places. And also get a 
a listing it, get in touch with a listing agent for deals. Cause I have one that goes out. I met one today and she just sent me, she sent me, she just sent me three of them since we've been on this podcast. So, I mean, yeah, working arbitrage deals, you have to give them incentive, give the owner an incentive and just find somebody to work for you, to do it for you. Also, Facebook Marketplace is a great place to find find them because the owners are posting on there. Uh, I send out about 10 availability messages on Facebook Marketplace. Um, but, yeah, arbitraging, man, that's that's the way to grow quick. It's the way to grow quick. Oh, yeah, we preach that big time on the show, the arbitrage show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as vacation rentals, we need to have a vacation rental guy on because we're, we're more short-term rentals than vacation rentals. Well, Steve's hopping into that market with the SPI. SPI, if we get that, you know, we're still going through the process. But if we get the SPI, um, I learned a lot of uh, cool things from just staying at that lady's vacation yeah. rental. Cherry, cherry. And um, oh, I got my pen. But, yeah, that's um, – we do we do need an expert on it. I, it's even for just personal gains because I want to <laughs> I want to learn from the expert that comes on the vacation yeah. rental and um, and yeah we need to find one hey any of you listening that do that does vacation rentals we yeah hit us up hit us send us an email send us a call us up yeah I, I put my cell phone on the thing now I want to hear yeah. someone I want to see someone send me a text message a person you know don't be yeah. gross or nasty or nothing but <laughs> but send me <laughs> That's a, <laughs> now I'm gonna get all dong pics but anyways. <laughs> Anyways, don't send none, none, none of that stuff, please. And just send me a text and a shout, and just say, um, yeah, say you want to be on the show, and then, uh, or or if you just want to say hi, that's cool too. But if you want to be on the show, send us a message, and and we we'd love to hear from you. We love to hear every you know every different aspect of the share economy and how you're uh, written out your houses and your and your spaces and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, when you say killing short term rentals outside of big cities, I think the biggest thing for that. Um, I think the biggest people I think we talked to with that is probably uh, what's her name Jay and uh, Jay and out in uh, the podcast yeah Jay Jay, Jay and oh boo, Brian, shampoo Brian and, boo, and Jay Brian shamp- and Jay shampoo, shampoo and, and booze. booze yeah because they, 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 they do that they kill it outside of it they, I forgot what episode number we had her on um, we're going to actually get them back on because we, we want both of them on um, but yeah they, they actually real huge into that um because they've made huge success out of doing it outside of the big cities. Um, and even J- James that we had on, he does it outside of the big city. He did it outside of Fort Worth, you know. So anywhere is possible, man. Anywhere is absolutely possible to get an Airbnb going. Um, corporate rentals are a little bit different. Those, I think corporate rentals are more need to be inside of the big city. Um, but Airbnb, man, I think can go anywhere. You know, if someone always needs a place to sleep. Um, as far as creative finance, and this is actually the idea I had. A good way to get into Airbnb is lease to owns. If you ever get, see those for sale by owner signs, if you can do a lease to own on them, that's the fastest way to get into Airbnb. And then it's very low money down. If you want to get into that, yeah, that's yeah, one. I saw some. I saw one around here not too long ago. Now, the house is really ugly, though. I don't know if I wanted to wanted to do it, but it was. Uh, I thought about that. I was like, just uh, just to buy it to rent it out and put it on Airbnb right away, you know, because it was a it was a for sale by owner. So I'm gonna start yeah. looking. I'm gonna keep the. I'm gonna keep a lookout for those, you know. And a lot of those aren't in the the most desirable spots, but yeah, sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. Yeah. And um, what's uh, what were we gonna say? I, I I was gonna bring up Patreon real quick. 
I, I thought that was because we don't have advertisers. Uh, you know, we send out a shout out to some people sometimes, and I don't know if they gets it get we get shouted back <laughs> so good. <Yeah. laughs> Hopefully, we do. But um, but yeah, if I'd like to before we here here we go. We we, we you know like you said, time is valuable, and and we and we spend and we spend time doing these shows right. And we spent yeah. we spent money on equipment to try to make the show sound good, and I'd, I'd like to continue to improve on how the shows sound. You know, I you know maybe we get we both get I mean, you probably have real good internet, but we both get you know professional internet, good real good internet and real good equipment, and just how I want it to sound like really freaking good. But all that costs money, and so here's here's one thing I I threw out at you that we would we wouldn't need advertisers to do this. But it's a site called Patreon, and I'm making us a page. And this, my idea was to, um, we'll still, we'll still do our weekly show where we interview people, stuff like that. And um, but I, I'd want to throw a few, a few episodes out there on Patreon, which is a, a site where you can, you can um, donate money to our show, or you know, pay whatever, a little bit of price, maybe two bucks an episode one buck an episode or or sign up for five bucks a month and you get uh, you get unlimited access to like all these uh other episodes that we do you know like the ones that were me and you were just on and yeah. um and throwing them up on this um, patreon site and and if people want to pay for them hey that helps you know a few bucks here a few bucks there that's a better microphone that's a better set of headphones that's a better something you know and i think that um and, and i'd like to use that I mean, I don't want to. Probably not going to get rich off of it, whatever. But I'd like to use that money to just to improve the show a little bit. And you're contributing to the show, and you're contributing to the the share economy, and us us helping y'all, and y'all helping us. It's like a you know, it's a cool thing, I think. And maybe we'll throw some t-shirts on there, or a little coffee mugs or some LLT coffee mugs, stuff like that on there. So if you do like do a little donation, not only will you get to hear you know some some shows that you know not that we don't put out there for everybody but yeah. you'll um you'll get like a little freebies here and there i don't know just a thought just an idea before we dive into the world of of advertisers just to just to, to start start this little thing because we still want to give our free product out there boom 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 but uh i you know there's there's a lot of podcasts out there that has like five or ten minutes of advertisers before they even like start talking about the show you know what i'm saying <laughs> Or they'll Definitely. pause during the middle of the show and say, oh, please hit up blah, 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 and for all your blah, blah, blah needs. And I'm thinking, well, I mean, it's kind of whatever. It's kind of tacky. But we might in the future, future get advertisers. Who knows? But I'd like to try this out first just to see if people want to donate a little uh, to the cause and then um, get some and get some cool content out of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely look into that. Definitely. Um what else was on there? Uh, Did you think it was a good? Oh idea? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah, it might, you know, it might not be nothing, but it just I just thought I'd, we'd try it out, and see what happens. If y'all want to really hear more of our of our show, you know, where we or maybe shows that we just cuss and and, and talk noise. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, kind of deliver them the yeah, deliver them the whole shebang. The whole shebang. Well, we've um, yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good on time. Did you um, what topic did you want to hit up next? I got like a million here. If you want me to throw another one on there, gonna, oh, I was gonna touch on Gerald's last subject because my cousin asked me this yesterday. Um, 
talking a wife into house hacking. I think I've talked about that a bunch of times. Um, the best way to get into that is just pretty much show a check, man. She says no, do it anyway, and once that check rolls in, I'm pretty sure they'll be loving it. Um, now, my cousin's in other situations. She's trying to convince her husband to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just show a check. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. And I'll, I'll go one step further. I'll beg and plead with your wife. Just let's try one room. One, Come on, let's just do one room and just do whatever. Say, say I'll take you. I'll use that money to take you out on a fancy dinner or something like that. Just, just beg. I mean, that's how we, that's how we, the only way we can get across to women sometimes. We beg and plead. Come on, come on, nag them, nag them, nag them. And that mom instinct kicks in. All right, you know, you can do it, but just this one time. And then, and then. They'll see the check. They'll see the money and be like, oh, this ain't so bad, you know. This guest, this, this guest wasn't so bad. It wasn't a bad experience. They just went straight to the room. I never saw them. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's a good Yeah, that's a good way to get it going. So do whatever oh, you, you touch on to. one more thing for his corporate rentals. Create a list of all the traveling nursing agencies and market directly to them instead of marketing to the travel nurse. That's a huge thing. Market directly to their owners, to their bosses and employers. That's the best way to get into that game, man. Oh, man, I got an Airbnb request coming through. So what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, you said you have a bunch of subjects. Hop into them, man. Okay, we'll see. We're getting already at an hour on the show. That's good. That's good. We're past an hour. But anyways, um, I tell you I listen to different podcasts and stuff. And and the other day, I, you know, I got we got back from Corpus, right? Yep. And we got... We got um, so, you know, just relaxed that day a little bit at the end. I got, got back home later and had to work 6 a.m., you know, got off work and I, and I had to change an alternator in my trailblazer. You know, I changed out the alternator because the bat- it was draining the battery. It's what keeps the battery going for people that don't know. I'm sure I'm, I'm not a mechanic <laughs> at all, but it, it, you, you apparently need an alternator after it wears out. Otherwise, your battery battery would just keep dying. So I said, I'm gonna tackle this project by myself. And what and 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 I hear it from both ends. I hear it from the bigger pockets. Some of the guests come on there. Oh, you shouldn't even touch a job that you're not gonna get paid ten dollars an hour or or a hundred dollars an hour for or whatever. You should you should outsource everything and then not do anything and and then you'll spend your time on your business. Blah blah. blah. But then I listened to the something like the Mr. Money Mustache come on one of the one of the podcasts. You, you've heard of Mr. Money Mustache? Yep. And he um he's all about he's all about try to, anything that you could possibly do for yourself instead of paying someone else to do it. You should do it. You should tackle it. You know, it might be a time waste. You might lose a little money, but you're gonna learn something new, and you might save money. You know, you might learn how to do little ins and outs and save money in the long run. And so I was like, I'm going to tackle this. I'm, I got all money mustached out. You know, I'm, I'm going to tackle this radiator <laughs> armed with my with my cell phone and YouTube. I'm going to change this damn thing. And so, yeah, it took a little doing. I, took, I was probably at it for two hours. And, of course, in the back of my mind, I was like, I could just be working overtime right now and pay someone else to do this, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, but it crossed you, your mind. But, yeah, it crossed my mind. But what, what, of course, what, it doesn't always that simple because you take your car to a mechanic and they don't always just say you need an alternator. They're going to say you need this whole laundry list of things and they're going to try to gouge you, right? So anyways, I knew it was just an alternator I needed. I switched it out and it took me a couple hours to do it, which might take someone with the right tools about 10 minutes, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I knocked it out and, and what, and what they don't. I guess the people uh, um, that that say outsource everything don't t- don't touch anything under a hundred dollars an hour, or whatever. 
they, what they don't tell you, you, you get a little sense of pride when you do something yeah. like that. Do a little project. I saved money. I did it myself. And I got that, that swell of pride. Yeah, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and exactly. that's a good feeling to have sometimes. Even, you know, women, too. They want to change out an alternator. That's cool. And, but I just had that cool sense of pride, saved money, and... um and I learned something. So there you go. I mean, there's you can hustle and you can you can make your own you can make your own hustle, you know. And that's that's what's cool about there's no, there's no limits to what you can do. No limits. That is true, man. So <laughs> I've, I mean, I've changed out a few alternators. It ain't that bad. I know what you mean. You can save some time. I personally wouldn't have done it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now you, you don't got I'm a job. A you might have you might have thought about doing it. I'm a lazy guy. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, yeah, take it to the shop. Take it to the shop and uh, take that we'll five hundred dollar hit. Back. <laughs> take that five hundred dollar hit from the shop. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Uber the money back. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I, I, I understand what people because I, I listened to a guy on um, on Bigger Pockets and he was saying he does all his all his maintenance work, you know, on his house, you know. So it saves you money. It does save you a lot of time, a lot, a lot of money. Kills your time, but it saves you money. You know, so I mean, there's not ever nothing wrong with doing it yourself, DIYs. You know, no, that, that's. That's one of me and Mahogany's biggest things that we go back and forth about. Like, okay, she's one of those people. She's huge into doing it herself, right? You know, right. and I'm like, just hire somebody to do it. Like, right now, <laughs> she's going out in the garage, and she is going to sand down all these dressers that we bought, and then she's going to repaint them. They, they're going to look damn good after she does it, but I just don't have the time to do it. Let's throw this crap into place and let's get going. Let's make some money off this. You know, it's just different mindsets, but she's really good at it. So it's a good mix. Then. It's a good mix to yeah. have. Yeah, we're a good mix. You know, so <laughs> it works. Well, yeah. that's cool, man. Um, you, you feel like stopping right here? You want to tackle another subject? What do you? What do you feel like doing? Where are we at? Where are we at? We're all over the map, dude. I don't know. No, no, what hour mark? <laughs> we are at about about an hour and five minutes or so. Oh, you're good, man. Yeah, just okay. uh, yeah. Because I know, I know. At six o'clock, you said we have a we have a guest, and it's like yeah, yeah, eight minutes till. Yeah, let's go ahead and cut it short. Yeah, because we have a guest in seven minutes. We need to prep it. All right, all right. We had a good show. Um, LLT is blowing up, by the way. Just for just yes, to let y'all know, we're blowing up. So it's time to cash in. But ching, I'm just <laughs> just messing. <laughs> we do we do have some really big guests coming on. So yeah, we are blowing up. Oh yeah, hostfully guys coming on right. Yes, sir. That's, that's a big guest coming on. That's huge, the hostfully guy. So we're gonna we're getting, you know, we're we're getting big times. What's what's going on over here? We're gonna have to start wearing sunglasses while we record and stuff. You know. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, this was a good show, man. Uh, what are you doing over there? Got the Airbnb reservation going on? Oh no, I'd already done. Already oh, done. already done, Dizzle. Yeah, she's up here asking questions, and those answers are about to be sent straight to her without a word from me. Hey, real quick, I got, I got a, I got a joke for you. What, why, why, why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella for drizzle? Oh shit! You already said that. Yeah, I told you that one. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I caught myself too trying to cuss. Shish. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Well, thanks for listening to our our awesome show, and um, please keep the feedback coming. Thank you so much, Gerald, for that awesome compliment. That really made my day. When we get compliments like that, and and uh, yeah, props, mad props. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, email us, live, let thrive at gmail.com. Call us 469-390-100. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We have a Facebook fan page. You can join that. Follow us on Twitter. We're also on Stitcher. And also go to sharebnb.com and check me out. You want to learn how to turn your timeshare into an asset, you can go on there and subscribe to my courses. You can also type in promo code. If you're a Live, Let, Thrive listener, you get 50% off everything. I already told you guys that. So sign up if you have a timeshare and hit me up if you want to learn how to rent that bad boy out. Start making money. Come on. What you waiting for? Yes, sir. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.